안녕하세요. 저는 벤쿠버 타이탄즈에서 메인 힐러를 맡고 있는 슬라임 김성준이라고요. 저는 레디셋 폰을 듣고 있습니다. 5, 4, 3, 2, 1 Welcome to another episode of the Ready, Set, Pwn podcast, your premier source for everything to do with the Vancouver Titans. I am Chris at Lightforce, the voice that you are accustomed to greeting you each and every week. Joined virtually by Omni at OmniStrife. How you doing there, Omni? I'm pretty good. Uh, people seem to be excited for Overwatch 2, but I'm really excited for Overwatch 222. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there, and if you... You didn't. You'll find out a little bit later when we get into the fray. Uh, Sam, we should uh, say, is missing in action uh, at another Sam Chan. He, uh, I don't know what he's up to. He just told us he can't make it. Uh, stuff, things, people. I know. think I think he's just celebrating the Warriors' victory. You think? Uh, I hope not, but maybe that's what he's doing. So I okay. As it's been made very clear, I don't care for basketball. Um, <laughs> it's interesting how in like the Titans Discord, you can tell the people who listen to the podcast from those that don't based on the seriousness of the replies that I get when I start messing around about uh, basketball. Would you care about basketball too? Basketball too? Uh, only if it had roll lock. <laughs> okay. Um, it, it might. It might. Uh, I actually wanted to talk a little bit about basketball is I was coming home on uh, Monday and Monday night, the game was on the roads were actually quite quiet. There was very few people out and I don't know where the heck the party was, but people were cheering and then they weren't cheering. <laughs> That's a good summary of the game. Really? Yeah. Um, anyhow, well, uh, this week we have a whole lot in store. So last week, and again, for some reason you didn't turn into the episode last week, we had bumper and hacksaw join us and we have to learn a little bit more about them. Well, this week we have lined up Somensu and Slime, which I think is a pro pro because there's this like crazy contest with Circle K Max where you get like Titans on frosters. And I, I kid you not, if people are not voting for Slime to be on a Froster Cup, come on. But we're also going to talk about the fact the Vancouver Titans are back in stage three action. Got a couple of wins. Uh, we've got the week that's upcoming. There's an, a viewing party coming up. Uh, there's a pool update. There's all sorts of stuff going on in the world of Overwatch. My goodness, you know what? Let's just uh, jump right into the payload. Moving the payload! Join me! The Vancouver Titans kicked off Stage 3 with two 3-1 wins. They beat the Rain 3-1, the Gladiators 3-1. I'd like to point out that Chris is always right with his picks, but I think the <laughs> safest number, 3-1. Yeah, I, I think it's a good number to go for. With. I, I don't Honestly, I don't care. Win is win. I well, felt a bit... Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. You were going to say something there. Yeah, a bit shaky uh, right from the longest uh, break from this season. Uh, so it was expected. Not only that, but, you know, they, they tend to play a looser game when you come up against two teams in a week. And definitely Atlanta and Gladiators are a good team, and they came to play. It was uh, both matches were pretty good. The uh, So the Atlanta Reign, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about it in the fray, but they actually did very well against the San Francisco Shock. It's fun, kind of funny that Atlanta faces both the Shock and the Titans to start off their stage. Like, uh, how unfortunate is that? But Atlanta gave the Shock a run for their money and conceivably tried to give the Vancouver Titans a similar run for their money. It, the score was 3-1. It was probably a little bit closer than that, but... Mm. 
Can you explain to me what Vancouver was doing on Paris? <laughs> I think uh, Bumper, you know, he has this uh, match lined up for him in the future where he needs to go 1v1 against the Hanzo uh, savant, really. So he said to his team, hey, guys, guys, listen, we, we got to go DPS. So so they went DPS and that didn't really go as well as planned. I, I mean, against San Francisco in the finals, it did go well, but their quad DPS didn't didn't really uh, prove to be effective against uh, Glad- like Atlanta's uh, defense. I- I'm not sure. It, well, it was such a weird, like it was, I think it was Quint DPS, wasn't it? Or not? Yeah. So if, if we are to break down the maps, like Nepal, the, the, the one that came before was super one-sided. Here I was mm-hmm. thinking to myself, oh, here we go. Another easy win for uh, Vancouver. And then, like you said, something went wrong with Paris. So time was ticking down. And uh, Bumper went Doomfist again. They tried to like play around. They, they, I think they were as confident as I was that this is going to be like a roll. But they, they kind of got A in overtime, but they couldn't get over the respawn advantage in B. But they finally got in like uh, overtime. But then on defense, Bumper uh, went to go uh, and he went on Winston. And I'm, I'm going to talk about it a little bit in our preview for uh, the upcoming week. But his Winston is not that great at least compared to what he's capable of in, in his Ryan play. Mm-hmm. So Atlanta basically snowballed us A to B because uh, he was really exploitable on, it, on that defense. It was kind of, uh, I don't know, concerning. So that was 1-1. But then Vancouver came back. They were kind of mad. Fully hold Hollywood North, as you like to call it. Hollywood and, North. Yeah, and they took it 2-1 to one on attack. It was an easy map. And then uh, this podcast's favorite map, Gibraltar. Uh, yeah, they, they put up a great defense uh, just to give them some props. Daco is a really good diva. Um, Erster played out of his mind as well. Um, <laughs> there was this unfortunate point where they went to point three. And you remember that Twilight uh, roll off the cliff, off of the map on Wrecking mm-hmm. Ball? Oh, man, that was very sad. Well, in in fairness, uh, he he saved it only to get booped off. I mean, right, it, right. It wasn't all on him. But I'd like to point out that to, I have said this time and time again: the Vancouver Titans, a play on Gibraltar or Gibraltar, sorry, um, is suspect. But what's weird is that it's almost as if they know how to flip the switch and suddenly become dominant. The problem yeah. is they don't. They you don't. You don't look at Paris where it kind of looked like they were, you know, flexing. Like, I still don't understand the, the, the structure on Paris. Like they, they went with their weird, uh, um, sim strat, which is fine. They tried that. Then they started switching things around. Like it was really, really weird. Um, then, yeah. you know, Gibraltar, it, it feels like they have to really focus, uh, to get themselves wins. Yeah, on attack outside of Twilight, who came back with a vengeance, he was clicking heads left and right. I feel like I'm, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat really quick uh, on. And I think they're kind of in an experimental state. They try out a bunch of strategies that it never played before. If you'd notice, both in the game uh, versus Atlanta and the Gladiators, uh, they went Sombra Goats that they normally don't really play. Um, Sominsu was on Sombra. John Flex to the to the um, Zarya and, and it worked pretty well. That's kind of how they were managed. That's kind of how they managed to win the map. Uh, so I think they're experimenting with stuff. Maybe it's that looming uh, two to two that we're going to talk about, but 
they're not just a GOATS team like everybody says they are. They are probably the best GOAT team out there, but but they definitely try out different stuff, more more than even some of the other teams out in the league. So it's it's a positive, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, moving on to the second match of the weekend against the Los Angeles Gladiators. Again, it's a 3-1 score. And another, uh, well, this one actually was maybe less uh, of a, of a challenge if you were to compare the effort that the Atlanta rain provided them. So on, uh, again, uh, control Ilios two nil. I mean, the Titans on ruins kind of looked like they might have a, a fight, but once they yeah. got ruins, it was fine. Um, lighthouse, go to though, before that lighthouse, there was like this, uh, down three Janu made that great, great clutch bomb on the point. Just wanted to point it out. It was a great play. I liked it. Reminiscent of uh, stage that one. It's normal for me now, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He doesn't true. get a three bomb. It's like, that's true. Uh, somebody needs to teach uh, Haxal to place uh, teleporters on Paris. That was kind of uh, <laughs> weird. Well, okay. So he's he's tried that out. That definitely got scouted. Um, again, weird comp. Uh, and unfortunately, the Gladiators just uh, completely took it to the Titans at no point. Did it feel like the, the, the glads were going to lose that map, which is unfortunate, <clears throat> but uh, you know, I think they play the bunker comp really yeah. well. And as a result, they pulled out the win. We then go back to Hollywood North where yes, that was the two one. So the Hollywood North against Atlanta was the one nil, um, but the two one against uh, LA again, at no point did we ever concern ourselves that the Titans weren't going to go and win that map. Hmm. Uh, in fact, uh, I want to say I saw a stat like the Titans did not die. The bad Titans, really. Yeah, they just, it was impressive on Hollywood. And if, and if you thought that Hollywood was a role, oh man, Gibraltar was, oh. <laughs> okay. If you had children at home, you just had to like flip the channel. It was brutal. <laughs> so I, I again, I will eat a little crow here. This is not a good indication in my mind of the Vancouver Titans play on Gibraltar normally, but yeah, the Glad just could not do anything right. They they were crushed. Sombra goats again, by the way. I was watching it at my folks' place, and I'm I kept yelling at my phone, "Come on, they have a family!" And my parents are like, "What are you, what are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, you should just put uh, Surefire on the Bastion, maybe again. I don't know. I don't know. It felt like uh, a lost cause, really. But uh, with those two wins and a plus four map differential, the Vancouver Titans don't actually find them first in the uh, stage yet. That's Soul Dynasty. Ah, Sam Steen, he's so excited. Maybe that's where he is celebrating his soul. Let's talk a little bit about the upcoming week, however. So the Vancouver Titans have another two matches. They'll be playing on Thursday against the Hangzhou Spark. And then on Saturday, they get the Dallas Fuel. So let's talk a little bit about Hangzhou. So this is a later 9.15 p.m. start, give or take a bit. But the uh, Titans will have Oasis, Horizon Lunar Colony, Numbani, and Havana. Yeah. Mm. I can't speak much of Havana, but like two of those maps, especially Numbani, and sometimes also in uh, Lunar Colony, it's kind of like a Winston map. And that's the really the only concern that I have with these two teams. I mean, Spark... I think they finished like 4-0 against an underwhelming fusion team and Fuel got like 4-0'd by the same gladiators that we kind of crushed, really. So I'm not concerned. The only thing that might 
put a chink in our armor, the only thing that would prevent a roll of a 4-0, that's the fact that OG and Gushue are pretty gifted on that Winston. And maybe, mm-hmm. maybe those are the like the only things that they have like against us that might win them a map or half a map. Yeah. The so I actually look at Numbani as Numbani North. The Vancouver Titans have <laughs> shown some serious yeah. strength. Uh you're sure. right. Horizon, while the Titans have been really good on, it is definitively a a map that Winston can excel. Um Havana, I got I got no idea. Like yeah. I truly don't know what to expect from the Vancouver Titans with Havana. And the fact that the Spark may be keen to play a, a bunker comp hmm. at least on the first point, we've seen the Titans actually struggle dealing with bunker. Yeah, with weird comps, really. That's true. So, and again, we, are, do we really have a weak map when we are undefeated? Maybe, maybe, but like we're we're uh, really like searching, well, searching for uh, storylines here. Where are we weaker than we normally are? You know. So, if I okay, if I were to say the three weak maps, Paris is at the top of the pile. Yeah, uh, I then put Blizzard World, hmm. and Gibraltar. And people may be like, well, what about Anubis? Well, I actually think the Vancouver Titans play Anubis well. They've just had some rough luck on that map. Yeah. But it's a close number four. Are we go are we going for like another co- a pair of three ones here? Or you see Well, okay, I'm, I'm gonna go I'm gonna go three one against Hangzhou Spark. I I I'm not sold that the Titans will We'll go with a, a four zero here, and it's because I actually think Havana is the map that they may have issue with. Yeah, just because it's such an unknown, right? Yeah. Now against the fuel, this will be a Saturday afternoon, so three thirty p.m. Give or take. Uh, the Vancouver Titans are going to be on Ilios, Volskaya Industries, Eichenwald, and Dorado. Okay, that's a four zero then. I'll, I'll be brave if that's so, considered uh, like brave. <laughs> I, I actually was going to say 4-0, and the only reason it's 3-1 is because Dorado becomes, you know, Rialto South. There's two mm. versions of Rialto. It's when they're Rialtoing when it's a verb. That's Rialto South. And then there's Rialto North when they're like, okay, fine, we got to play this map. Yeah, it, it depends if it, what the score is right now. And will we play Rappel or some weird comp like that? Yeah. So no, I I'm I'm calling four zero. You're calling four zero. Sure, sure. I looked at the schedule. I'm I don't know. I think this week that we just finished was probably the hardest one that we're gonna have this stage. So, well, I think now that they got the rust off, it, it will be kind of like a bit easier. Well, I think if you look at overall strength of schedule for stage three, based on results up until this point. Vancouver Titans have the fourth easiest schedule in the Overwatch League. Wow. So <laughs> you you might be bang on. I mean, we look at uh, next week, it'll be the uh, the Hunters and the Valiant. Um, <laughs> 30th, it's the Glads. So unless they have like a lever mid-game or something, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Bumper DC starts. Yeah. Like flexing IRL. <laughs> somebody retires mid-match yeah no kidding um 
So we both have the Vancouver Titans winning both games this weekend. I will uh, let everyone know that if you do need a place to watch it, feel free to uh, check out the uh, Railway Staging Cafe. It's where unofficial Vancouver Titans tweetouts happen all the time, or tweetouts, meetups happen all the time. Uh, I was there actually for the one on Saturday. Uh, I wasn't able to make the one on Sunday this weekend. I don't think I'll be able to, to get out. Just got too much on the go. And then midweek is just tough uh, for me to begin with. But speaking of meetups, this just came down a pipeline. There will be an official Vancouver Titans watch party on June 23rd at the sports bar at Rogers arena. Uh, $10 ticket gets you in the door. Uh, there'll be drink specials, food specials, as we've seen and prizes. Uh, they have, prizes to give away um you gonna be there i might be it's, it's very close to my birthday actually oh, like two really? days after <laughs> yeah it's a weird game to pick though isn't it well i think so if i read correctly in uh, in titans cord uh the actual team day is the 23rd as well so they're kind of doing like a, a team day obviously down in la but then also the titans mm. are, you know watch party okay yeah that makes sense but I know I'll be there. Who knows? We might drag Sam out. Michael <laughs> might be there. All sorts of other people might be there. Will you be there? We'll have to see. Um, before we jump into the interview that everyone here has been waiting for, that's right, we're going to have someone soon slime join us momentarily. Uh, I just want to give everyone a pull update. Is it still green? Yes. Yes, it is still green. But you're going to find out why it's green shortly. And with that, we're going to take a quick break. Bring it on! I live for this! So here we are sitting in Vancouver in a boardroom with two players, two additional players from the Vancouver Titans. And instead of me ruining the surprise as to who is joining us, I'm going to let you guess, although we'll probably tell you who it is. Michael, please translate for me. 아, 이제 그 다시 한번 소개해 주시길 바랍니다. 그 마이크에 다시 한번 그냥 그 이름하고 그리고 이제 포지션만 하면 돼요. 이번에는 네, 저는 벤쿠버 타이탄즈에서 서민수 플렉스 DPS를 맡고 있는 저는 벤쿠버 타이탄즈에서 메인 일러를 맡고 있는 슬라임 김성준입니다. So, uh, the first person was the uh, Flex DPS for the Vancouver Titans. His name is Sominsu, the best warrior in the league, and then. <laughs> The best Lucio in the league was the second player, uh, the main healer for Vancouver Titans, uh, Slime. No, no bias. We're yeah. we're a Vancouver Titans that podcast. Was tra- but that was translated verbatim, right? Michael? That was yes. verbatim. That was that was translated verbatim. Yeah. First of all, welcome to Vancouver. Um, the question that uh, I'm curious about uh, is: first and foremost, had either of you been to North America before your trip to Vancouver in uh, December? 먼저 벤쿠버에 환영하고요 다시 그리고 이제 12월 달에 이제 벤쿠버에 오기 전에 혹시 그 북미에 오신 그 경험 있으세요? 아니요. 아니요. Uh, Sominsu said no, he has not been to NA before. Okay. 저는 와보고는 싶었는데 기회가 없어서 못 왔어요. And Slime said while he wanted to come to NA, uh, he hasn't had the opportunity to do so. Okay. Well. You arrive in Vancouver in December. Were you expecting snow and ice? I don't know what you knew about Canada, but uh, were you surprised that one, it was probably cold, but two, there wasn't snow and ice on the ground? 그 이제 
이제 캐나다는 이제 유명한 게 이제 겨울에는 되게 길고 되게 춥다는 게 되게 유명해요. 그런데 밴쿠버 왔을 때 눈도 그렇게 많이 없는데 좀 춥긴 했지만 눈이 많이 없었다고 봤는데 혹시 그게 기대하고 현실에 조금 그 차이가 있어가지고 혹시 충격받았어요? 혹시 그때 처음 왔을 때요? 어, 충격은 받진 않았고요. 그냥 저는 그냥 먹는 걸 좋아해가지고 <웃음> 그냥 먹, 먹는 것만 생각하고 왔어요. <laughs> so um, he really didn't have much expectations in terms of the climate or the weather. Um, he, sorry, that was Sominsu, and Sominsu really cared about food coming mm. to Vancouver. So that's the only thing he cared about when he came to Vancouver <laughs> for the first time. 어 왔을 때는 약간 눈이 많이 올줄 알았는데 눈보다 비가 많이 와서 좀 아쉬웠지만 그래도 약간. 겨울 스포츠인 하키를 봐서 되게 좋았던 것 같아요. So, uh, that was slime, and he said, uh, so he was expecting snow, but he felt that that was a little disappointing to see a lot more rain than snow. But uh, he got to see um, the really famous uh, winter sport of hockey, and he was really excited about that. Okay. Well, to use that as a segue, hockey is one of my favorite sports. I like hockey and soccer. But I have a question for the two of you. Do you like basketball? Yes. Yeah, Ibu. 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 Yeah, so, uh, Slime likes all types of sports, but he particularly likes basketball. Really? Slime and I can't be friends. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. We'll be friends. It's okay. Yeah, we'll be okay. So, uh, one final question, and this actually has to do with food. As you can see, I have priorities, sports and food. Uh, have either of you had a chance to try poutine? Canada <laughs> poutine? 왔는 동안 혹시 그 푸틴이라는 음식 혹시 드셔본 경험 있으세요? 푸틴이요? 푸틴 그러니까 어제 그 팬미팅에서요 그 자주 많이 들었던 음식이잖아요 그러니까 그 감자 후라이에 그레이비 소스라는 그런 거잘 많이 묻히고 그 다음에 치즈 덩어리 넣어가지고 녹여서 먹는 음식인데 조금 살찌는 음식이지만 되게 맛있는 음식이에요 그래서 혹시 그런 음식 같은 음. 걸 어제 그 팬미팅에 그 많이 나왔던 음식이잖아요 인에나강을감자튀김위에그레이비소스약간그로스트비프나로스트치킨나같이그먹는그소스위에많이올리고그다음에치즈덩어리넣어가지고다녹혀요예뭔뭔지이해하세요혹시그런거드셔본경험있는
And then a, a final question for me before I throw it over to my colleague Omni. If you had a favorite game that wasn't Overwatch, what would that favorite game be? And it can be it can be a new game or an old game. 아무것도 없습니다. Overwatch 말고는. Uh, Salmin's only likes Overwatch. <laughs> only likes <laughs> Nothing Overwatch. else. Nice. Your boss approves. Overwatch game 빼고 다른 좋아하는 게임이 비디오 게임이 있는지 그냥 가끔씩 롤을 하고요. 그리고 그래도 가장 재밌는 건 Overwatch인 것 같아요. So uh, Slime usually plays uh, Overwatch and he likes Overwatch a lot better, but he occasionally dabbles in a little bit of League of Legends. LOL. Okay, interesting. Ani, you got a question here. Yeah, we from the videos we you, you shot at your house in LA, we saw you had a gym in your house and we saw how uh, both of you were pretty athletic and working out a lot. Who do you think will win an arm wrestling tournament among the Vancouver Titans? 그래서 요즘 SNS나 이제 영상을 보면 그 이제 팀 하우스의 숙소에 그 헬스장 있잖아요. 그리고 이제 그 슬라임 선수하고 그리고 특히 서민수 선수가 이제 운동을 많이 하는 그 선수로 알고 있거든요. 이제 벤쿠버 타이틴스 중에서요. 그래서 팀원들 중에서 이제 그 파이씨름 대회를 할, 했으면 누가 제일 이길 건지 한번 말씀 부탁합니다. 잘, 잘 모르겠는데 파이씨름 대회는 운동 아 서민수 선수 이길 거라고 생각하면 말해도 되세요. 아니 저는 아니고 하샤 정도. So uh, initially, um, Salminzu was like, I don't know who will win, but then I told him it's okay to um, pick himself if he feels like he would win, and he said Harsha. He thinks Harsha would win uh, the whole thing. Slime 선수는 어떻게 생각하세요? 저도 하샤가 압도적인 1등일 것 같고요. 2등은 혹시? 2등은 아마 민수 아니면 범퍼 선수 아닐까 싶어요. So uh, Slime said, uh, Harsha, absolutely, uh, no questions, but a... A second place would probably go to either uh, Salminsu or Bumper. Hmm. Interesting. Sam. So Salminsu, I have a question for you. So my my wife knows you as the pink hair guy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um. So so, but my qu- actual question is, which one of us would look the best in pink hair? You. <laughs> <laughs> so it was Omni. Yeah. So Salminsu so, pointed yeah. to Salminsu pointed to Omni in so terms of. In terms of who would be the best looking it with the uh, the Salminsu style uh, pink slash orange hair. Did you, was your hair pink because of Zarya? No, just, um, no pink. Uh, orange. Oh, orange. <laughs> orange. Oh, okay. And then so Slime, another, another question for you. So one of the things you talk about on the podcast a lot has to do with your pool, the pool at your team house. You want 그래서 이제 포트캐스트에서 자주 나오는 얘기가요. 이제 수영장 그 숙소에 있는 oh. 수영장인데요. But what's weird about the pool is it's always green. So since it was green, we were thinking, did you have anything to do with that? 그래서 슬라임은 약간 그, 그 녹색 덩어리랑 <웃음> 그런 거 보이더라. 혹시 슬라임 선수가 혹시 범인인지 좀 알고 싶네요. <웃음> 뭐해 뭐했는지 조금 그 수수께끼를 알고 싶네요. <웃음> oh. 딱히 뭐한건 없는데 어그 수영장 아래 타일이 녹색이라서 일단 녹색이고요. So uh, slime says I am not responsible. Um, but the reason why the pool looks so green is because the the tile or the stone floor at the bottom of the pool is green. So if you put water and then you know the sunlight comes in, it looks very green. 
So, you know, <clears throat> this will be difficult for us because we have a segment on our podcast that talks about the pool color. It's the pool report. So if it's always going to be green, that's a problem. Oh, well, we, we, we just saw the videos and the water was green. And so we were worried that, you know, you had to swim in green water. 파란색이라서 너무 그 위험할까 봐 그래서 걱정이 좀 돼서 혹시 수영하시는 분이 있다고 생각했으면요. 그래서 그냥. It's a good thing, but. Ah, uh, the water in Vancouver is much better than in LA. Vancouver, 물이 이제 LA보다 좀더 깨끗해가지고 그래서 다행이라고 해가지고 이쪽에 왔을 때 수영장 잘 쓰기 바랍니다. So last question from me. So both of you have been on this team for a long time, and you've some ways you've grown up, um, like and lived together like siblings. So what's something annoying about living with some of your brothers? 그래서 이제 오랫동안 이제 같은 숙소나 이제 오랫동안 같이 생활에 프로로 생활했잖아요. 그래서 이제 같이 숙소에 사는 동안 제일 그 팀원들 중에서 조금 짜증난 거나 답답한 거로 그런 거 조금 하나 부탁합니다. 상대방 말 이거 사인 사인 선수 안, 안 뽑아도 되고 그리고 선민수 선수 다른 다른 선수 생각하면 아니면 다른 감독이 생각하면 그냥 하나씩 말해주세요 그냥. 누구 있지? 생각나는 말. Someone's used considering who to choose. Slime going with a safe answer here. He says, even though we've been living together a long time, uh, you know, no major issues or even issues at all has arisen. So, uh, okay, who snores the loudest? So, no issues there. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Salminsu knows one. My roommate. Oh, is Salminsu's roommate? Sometimes, really, a lot so when Rappel snores, this is according to Sung Min Um Let's hope that Rappel is not listening to this. So when he snores, it feels like two tanks are advancing right right between him. That's how loud it is. Wow. <laughs> so if it gets too bad, Salmin Su gives us sleeping in his own room with Rappel and goes to a different room and sleeps. So he so Rappel only snores when he's really tired, but it's like a coin flip. As we wrap things up, first of all, thank you for joining us. But I do this with every episode. I ask my co-hosts, is there any final words that they want to share with our listeners? So I ask you, so-and-so in time, is there anything that you'd like to share to our listeners here at Ready, Set, Pwn or Vancouver Titans fans or even fans from your time with Runaway uh, that might be tuning in? Podcast你就끝났는데요。이제 so Salminsu said uh, to those who are listening, um, thank you for your support, and uh, he will do better. He, he will do his best to uh, bring a better performance in the future. Cool. 
네, 저도 네, 한국에 계신 팬이나 해외에 계신 여러 팬들한테 팬분들한테 지금까지 응원해 주셔서 감사하고 더 좋은 성적으로 보답해 드리겠습니다. So Slime said uh, he um, to all the Korean fans and the uh, foreign fans to him, so NA fans and Euro- European fans. I'm um, thank you for supporting him, and he will uh, do his best in the future as well. Awesome. Well, thank you, gentlemen, for joining us here at Ready Set Pwn. We're going to take a short break before we jump into the fray. Now that we uh, got to learn a little bit about two tanks driving down beside someone, and you know who that someone is because you just listened to the interview. That's right, Someone Sue, uh, describing his roommate and his snoring habits. Uh, <laughs> we're going to jump into the fray and talk a little bit about the week uh, that was. So let's uh, get things started by talking about the uh, Atlanta Rain San Francisco match. Because I think, I, I, I feel at least, that we almost saw the Atlanta rain really throw a wrench into things. Unfortunately, it didn't come to be. It was a sloppy match, all things considered. But boy, oh boy, did the rain have San Francisco on the edge. Yeah, it was insane. I thought that like the fourth map, it was Gibraltar. I thought it it ended 5-4. I thought that that was it. For San Francisco, I thought they were going to lose this. Oh well, uh, but they they pulled it off, and and then they kind of rolled uh, Oasis. But the map itself, yeah, you're right. They looked super super rusty. Yeah, and it, so the rain actually had two opportunities in Gibraltar to win that. Like, yeah, the the San Francisco shock fell apart, and ultimately, alt economy was in the favor of the rain in, in OT. Uh, they had everything that they needed to have, right. and yet still. You know, couldn't pull it off. And I, we got to give credit to, um, oh gosh, what's his name in his grabs? Uh, Sinatra. Sinatra, yeah. Sorry, it's, it's so hot in my den right now where I'm recording that I'm going delirious. <laughs> yeah, it's hot today. It's going to be even hotter tomorrow. But uh, Sinatra played well. I mean, he he, he flexed over to, to Sombra, um, you know, quite intelligently. And I think that, that that was the difference. You could tell that the shock... Uh, had plans B through C, whereas the rain, they're maybe they it was nerves. Like maybe they're like, oh my god, we're gonna we're gonna we get this win. We're gonna be the mm-hmm. the king slayers because they took out NYXL twice. They almost took out the shock. Imagine if they had done that, and then they came into the match against the Vancouver Titans. Man, their balls would have been so big. <laughs> Do we need to like blur that out? Or no, no, we're talking about probably not. Balls. The, the Zenyatta orbs, probably. The, the, yeah. There's Zenyatta orbs. We're so big. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. They they there are some teams in all sports that just play up to their opposition. So they might be like average against an average team. They might suck against a bad team, but when they step it up against like the, the elite teams, they come to play. That's really weird. And also they're pretty high off that uh, you know, like the couple of wins they had against uh NYXL. So they're they're not intimidated. They're they're I don't know if you can call it that, but their body language in the game is super aggressive and and they just go and get it, right? What do you have to 
fear from, right? And San Francisco, they they maybe have that championship high coming off of that win against Vancouver. They feel undefeated, so they're they they were tossing their alts left and right. You know, they didn't really uh, they didn't play. They never play conservative, but maybe they should have been a little bit less like wasteful with their alts, mm-hmm. but. They felt they uh, were going to take it eventually, which they did. But I don't think they 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 I don't think they uh, considered it to be that close as it really was. It was a good match. I was cheering for Atlanta and I give them props. But what can you do? That's right. And for those that uh, didn't know, the Atlanta Reign actually took San Francisco to map five and lost three two. Uh, the rest of the stuff that happened on Thursday, the match that I thought would be a good one to watch, the Soul Dynasty rolled over the floor of Mayhem four nil. But hmm. absolutely nothing is going right in Florida outside of their their third jerseys. Their third jerseys. Yeah, those, those are nice. Yeah. Uh, you got the Guangzhou Charge 3 1 over the Chengdu Hunters, who are trying to play traditional goats. Like, I don't quite get Chengdu's game plan here now. Like, they're <laughs> they're they're getting away with getting away from what they had success with, which is really weird. And the Shanghai Dragons uh, beat the Valiant 3 1. On Friday. The Paris Eternal beat the Toronto Defiant 3-1. The London Spitfire rolled over the Boston Uprising 4-0. And the match that Sam said was one to watch is probably the one to watch because the New York Excelsior went to map five against the Houston Outlaws. And Surprisingly, he was right. Yeah, he was right, surprisingly. They played really well. Or I don't know. It was a super tight game. Yeah. Now, how much was that the Excelsior struggling or the Outlaws succeeding? A bit of both. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I would have rolled with the fact that maybe now I, I was already like sharpening my knives for this podcast saying how New York might be like people have found out about them. They're not as good as they are, but then they roll over London four Oh Sunday, yeah. <laughs> the match after that. But maybe Houston is on the rise. I mean, you, you cannot really drop. <laughs> True. much below Let, let's let's see how they play against boston in their next match it looks like uh they're going up against a team that's also kind of like dropping it was a weird match some of the matches that they were able to pull off like some dps heroes definitely helped them out a bit mm, I'm not sure what do, you, what do you think of that match against uh, nyxl well i okay i i kind of think it was more the excelsior struggling like we saw that they had trouble against the atlanta ring Right. You know, Excelsior were a top tier team, and those two losses to the rain have now got doubters coming out of the woodwork. You look at the Houston Outlaws, who you're right. You know, what direction do they have available to them to go? Down really isn't an option because they're already at as close to the bottom as they could probably. And that's that's reserved for Florida, anyway. Okay, no, but like ultimately, the <laughs> Outlaws, I think, maybe elevated their game because they sort of smelled the blood in the water, and the Excelsior, they're struggling right now. But again, I say that, and as we talked about just moments ago on Sunday, the Excelsior then said, screw this, and they beat the living daylights of the London Spitfire 4-0. But the match that you and I had thought was a good one to watch on Friday was not the good one to watch because the Los Angeles Gladiators 4-0 Dallas. That's a, that was a nice broom match. Mm-hmm. On Saturday... The Vancouver Titans threw a wrench into the day because the Hangzhou Spark 4-0'd the Philadelphia Fusion, the Seoul Dynasty 4-0'd the uh, Guangzhou Charge, and the Los Angeles Valiant 4-0'd the Chengdu Hunters. So the Vancouver (laughs) Titans couldn't get the job done. 
Yeah, we're just not as good as these other teams. I guess we can like uh, sweep. Yeah, and I I remember when we were talking about this particular day, you and I were like, "Ah, eh, we'll choose the Fusion Spark." And Sam took Soul because they're his boys. Um, that thing mm. sort of played out well for us. On Sunday, we all said the New York Excelsior London Spitfire match of the week was the match of the day, and um, oh, London! I, what's what's wrong? What's wrong in uh, jolly old London? I don't know. They're kind of the Korean version of Philadelphia. Their destinies intertwined ever since that finals last year. They're so like super unstable and not, not in a good way. They will be like egregious one day and then they're kind of good. Another, I don't know. I don't know what to say. I bet you that this team is probably the one that's most anxious for goats to go away by far. Well, actually, yeah, them in Philly. Okay, <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that they're the only one, but yeah, I could definitely see them wanting to see a, a more balanced meta. In play. Mm. Yeah. Um, we also saw the Paris Eternal beat the Boston Operation 3-1. The Washington Justice, so they lost 3-0 to the Dallas Fuel, but that 3-0 score is not indicative of the run that the Justice gave Dallas. <sighs> like, again, I, 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 I'm trying to scrape the bottom here for positives for Washington Dallas maybe toyed with their food a little bit, but mm. I mean, on Eichenwald, uh, it looked like the justice were going to do well. And I, I, yeah. I thought they had a, a map out of them. Anywho, uh, the Vancouver Titans beat the glads three, one, we already talked about that. So let's talk a little bit of the week that will be on Thursday. We've got the Houston outlaws facing the San Francisco shock, the Shanghai dragons versus the Atlanta rain, Dallas fuel and Chengdu hunters. And your Vancouver Titans, uh, Vancouver Titans are facing. Was it, was it, was it Dyson's? Dyson's? I was looking at the vacuum over here. It's, it's too hot. Um, in Vancouver right now. you and I both chose the dragons rain match as the one to watch other than the Titan spark. Sam mailed it in. So we don't know what he's uh, going to choose. <laughs> um, so, uh, I chose the rain dragons because the rain are kind of impressing me right now, as are the dragons. And plus when I look right. at the rest of the day, it's like two teams that like, are they second tier? I believe both of these teams are second tier. It'll be definitely uh, interesting to see who else plays like the other mm-hmm. should, should be a close match on Friday. You've got the Paris eternal versus the New York Excelsior, the Toronto defiant versus the London spitfire, the Boston uprising versus the Houston outlaws and the gladiators versus the fusion. Now you and I had a split decision here. You chose the uprising outlaws. I chose the glads fusion. Uh, I'll be honest. I chose the glads fusion because I kind of thought maybe it would be an okay match, but I, you know, I, I'm not giving the outlaws credit. I sort of thought the uprising would handle them. Uh, Toronto defiant London spitfire bores me and, Paris, New York, in my mind, that should be a New York map. So why did you choose yeah. the Outlaws Uprising? I just want to confirm these teams' uh, trajectories. Mm-hmm. Are Houston improving? Are Boston falling? That's what I want to know. Oh, hardcore analysis. They're kind of like playing not to their level right now. Like, gotcha, gotcha. So I want to confirm that. Yep. Uh, Saturday is the Washington Justice versus the Hangzhou Spark, the Seoul Dynasty versus the Atlanta Reign, Dallas Field against your Vancouver Titans, and Guangzhou Charge versus the LA Valiant. You and I both had the Dynasty Reign. Uh, I would imagine Sam choose, chooses that one too because it's boys. Yeah, and and you and I, like, I think we Atlanta is kind of creeping up to us, I guess, as a, as a 
properly fun team to watch. We'll see. They, and you know what? They like they have, they have yeah, they have a little spark. They have a little something there for themselves. And I am genuinely interested in in what's going on down there in Georgia. And again, if you didn't know <laughs> the why peach, there was a peach country on, yeah, it's beach country. It's, it's Georgia peaches. I, it was an amazing number. But like, why is there a beach on the Atlanta jury? <laughs> it's Georgia. Yeah. Uh, Sunday, you've got the San Francisco shock soul dynasty, the Florida man, Paris, eternal, the diffusion and the Boston uprising and Washington justice, LA gladiators. I chose fusion uprising. You chose shock dynasty. So I, I, I did not choose shock dynasty because I do not feel the soul stands a chance. Mm, and I wasn't with I agree. Hammer, I agree I agree I just found the other games to be a bit more boring maybe that's okay. the word you know that that's for. fair and that was the thing I didn't feel that Seoul just stood a chance Florida and Washington were peace out brothers so then we had the Philly Fusion and the Boston Uprising it was the only match left yeah. and I needed to choose one it feels like across the board we have more talent in this match that's why I chose it but before we go ahead to the next topic, if we are, uh, we discussed those speeches. If we are to get like a third alt jersey, what do you think will be the equivalent of a peach on our jersey for Vancouver? Um, well, <laughs> you, you think so I, like know, a, I know what you're alluding to. A roll of sushi or? Uh, yeah, it'll be, a, it'll be a roll of sushi. Um, maybe it's the, uh, it'll be. A, an organic uh, symbol like hops hops is organic a lot of craft beer oh, here. Oh, that's that's true and maybe another uh type of uh a, pine you know, pla- a plant that is quite synonymous with the area we'll pine just leave cone. it at that yeah <laughs> yeah no that'll never happen in a zillion years. <laughs> probably not no uh moving on there is one move of note to share with uh everyone that's still tuned in the Los Angeles Valiant announced the release of DPS player Bunny. So for those that uh, don't know, Bunny joined the Valiant through a trade uh, from the Soul Dynasty. Uh, he actually played quite a bit with the team and uh, and then unfortunately found his way onto the bench. He's only actually played once in the entire season so far. Uh, he is one of another Korean player or Korean member of the organization that has found his way out of the organization. Yeah. Is LA doing the reverse mayhem? Yeah, I was just about to ask how fast do you think uh the mayhem picks them up? <laughs> I actually <laughs> so I refreshed this page because I genuinely wondered if maybe they had. But you know, it I think you've got teams right now that are trying to find ways to make things work. And LA has picked up quite quite a few players like they have 10 on the roster right now who's who's on their dps lineup outside of agilities i think it's uh, shacks and ksf yeah right? shacks and ksf oh uh, okay yeah they might be signing somebody if the changes the big ones uh do come we'll see well bunny i don't know he didn't really play that much yeah and they have this, I mean, they have uh, care of and cookie as well Right, and potentially could fill the role. I, and you you look at the Valiant roster right now. So as main tank, they have Fact Fiction, they have McGravy and Space as off tanks. So their their tank lineup is as it is. You've got a pretty interesting support lineup with Custa as their main support and uh, Izaki as your flags. Hmm. So yeah, I, they lost 
pretty handily to dragons, but they played well against Chengdu. Who knows? Anyhow, um, the other news that broke just today, for those of you who don't happen to hang out on Reddit, you may have missed that a, uh, a rumor broke out of Korea that stage four will see the introduction of the two, two, two lock overwatch league. So the way that will work is to support two tank two DPS and start a stage four, which I know for some is like, what the heck man? Like, why would they leave it so late? Thoughts on this, uh, Ani? I think I, I love it. First of all, before we even discuss the philosophy or what it, you know, what the problem is and what the solution might be, but I love this. And I think it's the real deal. Uh, the post came with a big explanation of why this rumor is not just a random rumor and how these sources might be uh, pretty legit. So it's a big thing. And I think there's a lot of things that kind of point towards that direction. We saw even the Titans kind of tweeted alluding about that. Like, what would you like to see there? And something we didn't really touch on. We saw a lot of faces already integrated in some of these games. We saw... Um, who did we see? We see we saw Shorefor coming back to the lineup. We saw uh, Sabiolbi uh, kind of mm-hmm. uh, playing his way back to the lineup. So there are signs out there. It's not like oh, it just came out of the blue. We know for a fact that Blizzard wants Goats to die. All of their patches, all the major patches, balance adjustments that they try to do were in that direction. But it seems like you know they they're trying to to heal. Uh, the patient with all these uh, little adjustments. So it's only a matter of time to just bring out the hatchets and like amputate the, the, the leg before you can actually heal it. Right. So I think that's the direction we're approaching. Um, I'm, I'm all for it. Again, it's kind of a risky move to do that now, right? The timing is kind of weird, like stage four, really you want to do that, but, but, but overwatch league is not a stranger to that. And I'm all, all for it. Like, how long do you want this to persist? I think Overwatch from the ground up, the way it is constructed, uh, it will always gravitate towards the fact that healers are just very good at what they do and tank are, and tanks are super tanky and, and they have enough DPS to go around to kind of be the best meta. We just found out pretty late in Overwatch's life cycle, but that's how it is. You got to enforce it. And people should remember that this is a business and overwatch is a game and you can discuss this forever but overwatch is meant for entertainment overwatch league is an entertainment business so i think the biggest problem with goats is the fact that we have these great hero like players who's who are so great and gifted at dps heroes who are like the most again it's not like it might be like an opinion thing but i consider those to be like the most exciting heroes and all the 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 great highlights we got last year we don't have those and we have all these great talents like drying off on bench on the benches or even worse playing brick Mm -hmm. um and it's 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 bad like we see players leaving we see viewer counts dropping we see players retiring it's part of this and blizzard knows it's an issue well okay so yeah. I, I don't I don't disagree that you know Blizzard understands that the Overwatch League is in the entertainment business. I feel though that you look at goats, I I think there are teams like San Francisco and Vancouver that can play goats with a high tempo, high pace of play, and that generates excitement. 
I think sure. what I find more and more people, at least that I talk to that are on the casual side, the part that drives them nuts is that it's the mirror composition as well as the mirror alt. Mm-hmm. Like a brig pops hers and the opposing brig, if they have theirs, pop theirs as well. Like you see, it, it is truly a very tight game of chess. I believe something the 2-2 lock will take away mirrors. I don't necessarily believe that that's going to be the case. Just because you've now really started to restrict the potential of a hard counter. So with no... I completely... Sorry, yeah, go ahead. You know, without the the easy or or the ease ability uh, or the ease of introduction to a hard counter where you can do that mid-match, it then in my mind, struggles to allow teams that creativity. I do get that it is an issue though, because there isn't a magical, you know, lock they could provide like a, a, you know, a a one four one or something like that would be problematic. I mean, we talked in a previous episode about like a one, two, three, Mm -hmm. Um, but that would then still allow for something like goats. Uh, I, I don't know what the magical solution is, but the two, two, two introduces other problems. You've got heroes that have been adapted to deal with goats. So if you introduce a two, 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 and you don't deal with those heroes, like I think Brig still has potential, but she doesn't have enough to then be the pick, right? Like that's, that's not a a player that can easily function in the pro side. Now, are they going to apply a two, two lock to the ladder? I mean, that's still up in here. We don't know. I mean, could it be that's just two, two, two for overwatch? I mean, we saw that in in season one with the, uh, the mandatory mercy, right? Yeah, that's true. And it's kind of like the brig pick if we are already discussing this hero. Like I think she'll still be played like because the heroes the way they were designed, it's like, you know, they they are meant to counter other heroes. And if you have a tracer that's like abusing you, well, guess what? That's why Brig was conceived in the first place. Yeah, so oh, that's a great uh, tracer counter. And Right, we can discuss the fact that how synergetic this composition is and how like mirror comps are a problem. To me, though, personally, I'm well, everybody's entitled to their own opinions. The biggest problem to me is the fact that Haxal or like people like that who play Brig yeah, instead yeah. of playing Genji or Far or, or something like that. Like, why is this is a support hero? So, sure, have like support players play that hero. Or even summons who are Sinatra, despite the fact that they're God Zarya's. If you look at their player pages, they're considered to be DPS uh, heroes. So something is off there. Fair enough. I think it'll be interesting to see what happens as we go into stage four. For those of you who are upset about this changing so late in the season, I hear what you're saying. But we have to consider that the game itself rolls out you know, new content, new patches, new adjustments on a regular basis. It makes sense to me that, you know, with esports specifically, that the game that you see professionally closely mirrors the game that, you know, someone casual like I would play. It then allows you to really see what you need to be like to excel. So I, I, I cut, you know, Blizzard some slack with the thought that they would introduce a change such as this. Now, we should also qualify. It's still a leak. Now it came from Overwatch League casters in Korea, mind you. So that's a that's a pretty good leak to to have leaking. But <laughs> still, until it happens, we don't know. 
And to the question, is it fair? Well, why not? I mean, every every team will get it at the same time. And this is a reminder. This is a Titans podcast. We're like one of the greatest GOATS teams. And if we say that it's fair, then it's, it probably is. That's yeah, true. <laughs> uh, other news that uh, we learned about since our last episode, the Overwatch League replay viewer went live today. For those of you who are on APC, so PCR, uh, PCMR or life. Um, are you going to be start to starting to do some uh, RSP analysis on on Twitch, firing up Titans matches, and you know streaming that stuff? Uh, I'll think about it. I haven't even installed it. I need to play around with it a bit. So, for those that don't know, it, the viewer itself had been talked about. It's now live. It, it allows you to really customize your viewing experience. So you can look first person, third person, bird's eye. Um, essentially, the same sort of views that we've seen from the Overwatch League itself, or if you watch like some of Jane's streams or uh, sideshows. I'll definitely look into the Hanzo POV played by Ooh. Bumper to kind of uh, analyze his uh, weaknesses there. Tell. <laughs> yeah. So if you were interested in setting this up uh, to download it, you just open up your Battle.net app, you click on Overwatch and the region account drop down, you select the professional viewer, you install, and then once it's there, you click play. Uh, you do need to have Overwatch to actually use the replay viewer. So for those of you who listen to our podcast and possibly watch the Overwatch League, but don't have Overwatch yet, I, that makes no sense to me, but Hey, uh, to each their own. Uh, I can't say I'm going to go fire it up. I'm not smart enough to go in and start analyzing gameplay. But the other cool thing though, is you can actually use the replay viewer to watch, um, you know, every game from the, the current stage. So, you know, have at her. Um, we also uh, got some news. And again, this is, um, a leak. So ha- take it with a grain of salt that, uh, Activision Blizzard, or specifically Blizzard, uh, started to reallocate some uh, development resources, having canned uh, a, an upcoming uh, StarCraft uh, first-person shooter. And the thought is that they're moving these dev resources into the new Diablo, Diablo 4, but as well a new Overwatch title that the community has aptly named Overwatch 2. Now, before we actually talk about this, uh, did you happen to see um, someone made a, a, a quick Overwatch 2 uh, trailer? Did, did you happen to see that video on uh, on the YouTubes? I, I haven't. Right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share it in our Discord. So for those of you who are interested in this video, you'll have to jump into the uh, Ready, Set, Pwn Discord. The easiest way to do that is bit.ly slash RSP Discord. Or is it the one with the... Um... With Team Fortress? No, no, it's uh, it's it's it, so what it is, they have the Overwatch logo, it's got like Overwatch music, this Overwatch stylized two comes sort of floating into the screen, <laughs> and then it's coming soon on mobile. <laughs> Don't you have phones? <laughs> exactly. What's the matter with you? I'm like, oh, that, Man, I'm like troll, troll, hundred <laughs> percent troll. Damn, but poor uh, StarCraft fans can't catch a break. First with, like, StarCraft Ghost. I was waiting for that one. Oh, man. Well, so StarCraft is in a weird space. Like, that game, you know, and Mania has really given that game so much life to the point that I think Blizzard still sees it as, you know, something they can sort of put on the back burner for as long as they need to. Diablo, they needed to do Diablo right. Like, Diablo 4, if they didn't announce it at this BlizzCon, pretty sure the next BlizzCon would be done. Yeah. The, the Overwatch 2, I think, uh, is whatever it might be. 
um, is more related to the fact that we heard during a, an investor call with Activision Blizzard that they want to generate more revenue. The problem with Overwatch is in its current state is the only revenue that's available is MTX, microtransactions, you buying gold to buy loot boxes, what have you, or with the Overwatch League, buying uh, tokens. And alt accounts. Yeah, and alt accounts. For all of you who smurf, not me, because I I don't have enough time to play on a main account, let alone a smurf account. But uh, the thought is, is that it won't be an actual sort of 2.0 version of the game. It'll be the existing sort of multiplayer experience that we're accustomed to. There might be some additional content maps, what have you, but we'll see some form of either single player or cooperative mode. So similar to how we've seen with the events, but an actual sort of well-developed story to go along. And I, I, I think that's a good play because I think there are a lot of people out there that would drop money for that experience. I know I will. There's a huge demand for that. People are begging for lore ever since that game came out with all these like likable heroes and amazing stories. We, we haven't gotten really anything outside of like, some communications in the game itself or those auxiliary content that they, you know, mm. provided with those comics or, or movies that are great, but still you, you, you want more. And I agree. They cannot afford to split that community of like tens of millions of players we have across two different games. They can't afford doing that. They might offer some like graphical impl- improvement. It will definitely be like kind of like an add on, Overwatch 2 is basically a placeholder name now. It'll probably be like a campaign, story mode, whatever. And yeah, I'm looking forward to it whenever that comes out. And they did discuss the fact that they wanted to do that. And then we heard a bunch of news like a few few months ago how a lot of development uh, budgeting and and manpower were transitioning to the Overwatch team. And we didn't really see anything. Then probably these leaks are true and yeah i'm looking forward to it once it comes out if you want to learn more and you hadn't heard about this because this is news to you um kotaku is the uh the source of the original leak and in turn uh, other uh, organizations have picked up on it so feel free to read into it as you would like i imagine we're going to learn more i mean blizzcon is around the corner um so to speak it happens in the fall and you know i actually contemplated possibly going i had tickets to go to last year but then Last year was a rough year health wise. So I had to make some, uh, some, uh, cuts, uh, and the BlizzCon uh, experience was one of them. Anywho, as we wrap up this episode, we got a review Omni. We got ourselves a review. And as I will do, I will read the review that you leave verbatim. That's right. When you leave a review on iTunes and I get it or somewhere else and I happen to get it. I will read it. So this review was from iTunes from Eozers. I hope it's Eozers. I, I apologize if I'm getting your name wrong. Uh, your title was good job. You gave us five out of five stars and it was short and to the point, but bang on good job at making a good Titans podcast. Well, thank you. Eozers for that, uh, that review. The five out of five stars is phenomenal. And the, the comments that you left, hopefully it's uh, going to continue to be a good uh, Titans podcast. And I hope you continue to uh, tune in. I appreciate it. If you've made it this far, however, and you have yet to subscribe to our podcast, please do so. We'd love for you to give us a sub, and that's either on iTunes, so it's just going to be transitioning to Apple Podcasts eventually, at Google Play, we're on Spotify, Stitcher, Radio Public. Today, we also were approved to be added to iHeartRadio. So we are now part of the iHeartRadio podcast lineup. 
awesome because that actually is one that gets reviewed. It's not like the automatic you send it in and they're like score. You actually have to uh, apply and someone eventually reviews it. They thought we were uh, found worthy. So that's I can't believe we qualified. Well, you'll notice, I think they've probably tuned in episodes that Sam's not here. That, that does us a solid. Like, you, were, you were like lights out awesome in Korea. And then Sam hops on the podcast and our, our rating started to drop. Like we could see sort of like the numbers and it correlates quite well to Sam's attendance. Anyhow, uh, any final words of wisdom to our, uh, all of our listeners there, uh, Ani? Yeah, listen to Somin Su. He's a man of culture, possessing god-tier Zarya skills, and also a great sense of fashion. Where's that from? Well, if you've listened to the interview, you'd know. <laughs> great hair advice there. So I'm sorry, it's hot. <laughs> I got the Dyson that I've been looking at all day here. <laughs> Vancouver Dysons. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll listen to it. Tell you what, when I go and do our post-production for this episode, I will listen to the interview once again, and I'll be feeling much shame when I do. I, I still can't get over the fact that two tanks roll by on each night. <sighs> that was fun. That interview with Slime and Sue. that was fun. I mean, the whole experience with the Vancouver Titans was fun, but that, that interview, um, that was really cool. Like they, I think they really enjoy themselves. There were a lot of smiles, a lot of laughter. Uh, yeah, it was surprisingly good one that the, this specific one, it felt like they were super comfortable and re- ready to talk, spill the beans. Mm-hmm. You know, I think, I think had I known that they were so willing to spill the beans, we should have started spilling beans like right from the get go. I'll, I'll note that for next time we get a chance to interview them. Next time. Yeah. in, in overwatch league two. And uh, we will have more Vancouver Titans interviews next week so continue to turn into our episode uh for all the latest and greatest and everything that you need to know about the vancouver titans but as i sign off let me tell you where you can find us we are at ready set pwn on twitter facebook.com slash ready set pwn and the ready set pwn looking for group facebook group is growing each and every week so please feel free to drop in join we talk about all sorts of stuff there it's not just overwatch related it's primarily gaming and nerdery like i was talking about the fact that the final fantasy 7 remake remaster i don't know what to call it at this point finally Ooh. got a release date oh man oh Pretty man stoked by that i've had that on pre-order now for like three or four years um i had it yeah i had it on my wish list for 25 damn years <laughs> But please, you know, feel free to, to join the, the, the group. If you're already in the group or you happen to already have liked our Facebook page, why not share it to your timeline? Let your friends uh, know that we're there, uh, that we're good people, that they can hang out to learn a little bit about the Overwatch League, uh, the Vancouver Titans, talk uh, gaming and other such nerdery in the Facebook group, all the fun stuff. We also have Discord, as I had mentioned, and the link to get into that is bit.ly, B-I-T dot L-Y slash RSP Discord, and that's uh, all caps. The uh, other places that you can find us at readysetpwn.com. We've got some great content up. You got Fiandor and uh, uh, Rowlet providing you reviews, providing you insight to matches, post games, all the good stuff. So please check out their work. They do it for you each and every week. So you might as well give them a read, leave them a comment, tell them what you thought about what they said in Discord or even on the uh, on Twitter. Uh, they enjoy the conversation and. Uh, Beyond that, uh, some maybe teaser style news. There could be a Twitch stream in the very near future. Mm-hmm. Not saying, just saying. So, on behalf of Omni at Omni Strife, myself, Chris at Light Force, 
in the missing in action, Sam at another Sam Chan. It's time for a little catchphrase. <laughs> 